boop, boop, boop. And the sunlight hurts my eyes. Come on. Got some tunes flowing in the background here. Let's set it up. Let's say you know what to do. How the devil are we? How are we on this fine New Year's Eve? I'm here on New Year's Eve. Christ alive, he's committed. <laughs> I'm just chilling. I'm at that age where I'm not interested in going out. I'm not interested. I'm just, just chilling. I'm just chilling. Literally just been chilling, playing a bit of VR, spending some quality time with the family lamb. That's what we do. That's what we do when we get to this age. It's fact. I've got gin, though. Chin, 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 chin. Gin, gin. Well, I really wanted to just close down 2024, really. Oh, 2023. Fuck me. Close it down already, James. Not even started 2024. You got rid of it already. I wanted to close down 2023 in the right way. Um, and also go into 2024 the right way. Uh, a lot of the right way. This, this is trying to, this is doing what I love doing. It's motivating people, pushing people, driving people, telling you, advising you, giving you the gusto you need to try and make a difference. Try and try and change your mindset. That's what this whole journey is about, really. It's just about changing your mindset, learning from the dramas of life, learning from our ups and downs, and let also really just advising us that, you know, we're all going through different things. We all go through different avenues. I was actually watching a thing the other day, um, and this is like to put things in con in, into perspective that Dubai um, is is such a rich and wealthy country, like rich and wealthy all in the Middle East. We know we've seen it. We've seen Dubai. We've seen Saudi Arabia um, elevating itself up. We've seen Dubai, Abu Dhabi, all those places where they're just rich, f full of oil, um, you know, so. What do they do to differentiate between billionaires? This is this is the reality of them. Like there's there's us that are just at the grindstone here, just trying to work our way through to make ends meet and try and get promoted and and and, and advancing through all our organisations and the tireless work of stress and conforming to the puppets of life. We're all who's the puppeteer? That's what a lot of us do, don't they? You know, we're 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 puppeteering our way through. Oh, I don't know if I set that up right. Hold on. Two seconds. That's better. Christ, I, it didn't sound quite, sounded quite far away. Sorry about that. But it's um, I just didn't have it set up right, uh, which is unusual uh, for me. I said let's set it up. Um, but yeah, but there's such a difference between um, uh, you know, millionaires and billionaires. There's no difference between billionaires and millionaires. What we see on the TV of Abu Dhabi and Dubai and all, all these big yachts and Bugattis um, and all that sort of stuff, driving around, rich, wealthy stuff. Everyone, you know, literally pissing out with fucking Michael Kors and all the rich fucking Armani stuff and everything. We see that as Christ alive, that's fucking rich. But they're so rich over there, and there's so much wealth, that um, there is no. it's really hard to differentiate between billionaires and millionaires. So what they now do is they're actually bidding um, over in um, Dubai and um, Abu Dhabi, they're actually bidding on numbers on number plates. So, like, the lower your number, so if you're number one, you are, like, fucking King Ding-a-Ling, you know, you are the fucking Sultan of Oman, you know, you're the fucking, you're the, you're the bee's knees, you're the bee's knees, um, if you're, but, that, but that's just, that's just crazy, like, there's so much wealth to, to, to them, that they're actually, the only way they can differentiate is a number on a car, and that's like, no, I'm number one, mate. <laughs> and like you saw it and there was like people bidding 4.4 million um dollars for a number 13 
And I was just like, fucking hell. This is just bonkers shit. But that's just life. You, you, you've got to, This is why sometimes you've got to pull yourself a little bit away from social media. A little bit away from the, the outside source. I do reflect quite heavily. And, I'm, and, and I suppose... Um, it's difficult because I try to explain this to my daughter, my daughters, my young, my young daughters, and and it's more so like having these conversations with the older generation, so like my father, my mother, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, the you know the, the the generation behind me, and um, and I'm not going on about generations in a negative way. Oh fucking hell, he goes about Gen Z, millennials, and all that, and boomers. No, I'm not. Untri- I don't give a fuck what people. Um, I don't give a fuck what generation. Every generation's different. Every generation will say their music's better. I will say, uh, and caveat it that you know this, this, the '80s was probably the best fucking era for music. I'm not going to lie to you. I don't really get in today's modern music, but that's just a personal preference. Um, you can't beat '80s disco. Fucking, it, it gets a party started at every fucking turn. Um, but there was, a, I was like I say, I was, I was, I was sort of looking into it and 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 you know to differentiate between. You know the the difference is, you know we didn't have like we we get it shoved in our face now. But I remember the time in the eighties, late eighties, because you know I was born eighty one. Um, but the late eighties, early nineties, when you know MC Hammer was fucking out, and um, you know it, it, that was you know Space Jam and all this. It was just a real. It was like the the cusp of technology, but it was a real still a simple time. Like I didn't really know anything about the world apart from what you see on fucking tv you know and i'll be honest with you it was limited because you know we had we had one we had two channels um and then we had like channel four channel five and it but we saw the graduation of those and now you see just like hundreds and thousands of fucking videos on netflix and then you've got prime and you've got all this there's just so much to take on board that it really doesn't allow you to think about the simple things in life it's almost like an information overload and it's interesting because I remember that from a mental health perspective, I think that that's what drives a lot of the insanity. Because we look at people in Dubai and we look at them and go, fuck, I want that money. And we just realize that, you know, that's just wealthy over there because of their background and the oil and, and it's a rich country. Um, it, it, when you look in comparison, we were, were quite a rich country until the Middle East started fucking jumping up and, and showing their wealth. And I'm not going into politics because I don't know enough about it, but, you know, the basis of the opinion is we know oil's been a driving factor for a lot of countries. Anyway, that's we're not going to go down there either. Um, but what I mean is we get chucked all this shit in our face. You know, we're looking on social media, all these attractive men, attractive women, um, attractive everything. You know, it's it's rich this, it's rich that. It's inf- Oh, fucking hell. I don't know what I did there. <laughs> just knocked me, me. I'm getting handsy and I just knocked me bloody um, thing. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, but we, we, we deal with, we have all this stuff chucked in our face all the time. So we constantly have to, to try and achieve to get what we think we need. But I remember a simpler time when it was just literally knock on the door. And if you were in, you were in. If you were out, you are out. You didn't, you didn't get a notice. It was normally like a fucking letter written down. I'm going to be away for the next couple of weeks. Or, you, or it'd be end of school. And you'd be like, nah, mate, I'm away at the weekend. You know, or I'm away in some of days for this fucking week. That's all you knew. You didn't get text messages, diary inserts, and all this sort of stuff. It was a real simple time. But at the same time, really fun. And we saw the graduation of it coming in. But now... I mean, the mental health struggles is like, I just, there's so much confusion in life. Um, and I don't know whether I took this, and I don't, I, I don't this is probably the naivety of me being born, but, but I walked in today and 
like I, I fully get it. I fully get like this whole. Um, I was out in the shops and stuff, and I was just walking around, and I could just sort of see there was just so much going on. And everybody was just like, it was just, a, it's Maniacsville. It's Maniacsville. Life is really like that. And I, and I know it more so than ever in the sense that I play a lot of VR. So I play virtual reality games, have been over the Christmas period. And I absolutely love it. You immerse yourself into a whole new world. And I literally mean, I, I've been playing golf with, on this fucking VR. Um, like I'm playing golf. It's It's so fucking, it's so real. It's unbelievable. I played table tennis a minute ago in, in my in my dining room. I was bowling. And I, I went to YouTube and I put in videos in the background and I had a video playing on the TV from YouTube with music. And I was like, I'm bowling. But I, and I, it was genuinely reacting to how I threw the ball as well. It was just so accurate. And the table tennis was like, you could spin the ball properly. I was like, this is fucking mental. This is literally information. But you don't realise. I, I sit down and I'm like, I'm exhausted. But anyway, that digressed down a little path. But it just goes to show the stuff that we're the information we're taking on um, really, really does it can hinder us. And I think we need a little bit of simplicity back. We need a little bit of just knocking on the door or fucking uh, you know knock and run or a bit of fucking bush diving. <laughs> and I don't mean oral sex. Hua. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna have a sip of my gin. I'm excited for New Year's Eve. Not that I'm a big New Year's Eve fan in the sense I don't really... It's not. It's just another day for me in a sense. It's nice to... I suppose I like I like New Year's Eve in a sense. It allows me to put a bit of a marker on a day. Um, and I know that I go, okay, well, what have you achieved? And it's nice to, to understand. And this is where I, I... This is what I really want to want to talk about. Was, you know, this is why I want to close down 2023 right. And, uh, and start 2024 the right way now we know how i started 2024 last year and i really do hope that you've listened throughout the year and you've thought you thought okay well hopefully that's been a success let me give it a go and i'm hoping you've got some objectives that have started something you want to achieve in the year something you think right okay well you know i want to do this i'm going to do that or i want to develop myself here or i've got a goal to do this this or whatever whatever it may be i mean I'm, I'm, that was me directly in my head thinking about things that you could do but i don't know it's whatever journey you want to do it might be a case of do you know what i'm going to take a hobby hold on i didn't like that I didn't like the I didn't like the volume i've got to get the volume right but you might be saying i'm going to start a hobby um that's something I want to do. You might be like, okay, I'm gonna, I don't know, spend more time with my friends. One of my objectives this week, uh, this week, <laughs> one of my objectives, objectives this year is, is to take phone calls, and that's, that sounds really, really weird. But I don't like taking phone calls. I just, I don't know why. It's kind of like I feel like it's almost like a trap. I feel like, oh God, I can't be asked, to, you know, or I don't know if I'm going to say something and, and probably upset someone. That's another worry. And and indirectly, that's why I don't take a lot of calls because I'm like, I might say something that I regret or I might upset someone or I might say something because I, I do say things as it is. So I, I don't have a filter. So it's constantly embarrassing for me. Um, I mean, that's not the other factor. The other factor is I just... I don't know. I just find it hard. I just I find it hard. I like face to face interaction and text messages. You can kind of choose to answer or not. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So this is a hurdle that I need to get over because um, number one, I mentioned the other day, and rightly so, a good friend of mine who gave me some beautiful feedback um, said to me, you know, I'd, I'd I'd ring you more, buddy. 
but you don't answer your fucking phone. And I'm like, I know because I don't get a signal in my house, which I don't because I'm in, I'm in a modern house and the modern houses are like, they're insulated so well, you literally cannot get a signal in the house. They're a nightmare. So you have to go outside. Um, and so that's a little bit of a hindrance to go outside if it's raining and you can never predict the rain. But at the same time, um, you know, I can go out to the clock and balls. I'm in the bar and I can come out and take the call. So, it, it, but normally what I do is I go, ah, okay, mm, can I be bothered to go out to the clock and balls to talk? No. And that sounds really fucking lazy because it is really fucking lazy. So this is something I need to work on. So I'm acknowledging and hey, hey do you know what we're doing here? Lessons learned. I know that that's a problem. I tried to make it a bit better yes, last year or this year because we're still technically in it as I, as I talk to you. But what I did do last year was I actually elevated my face-to-face -face anxiety. So I got over the face-to-face -face anxiety. It was, and this is where I say baby steps. So the first step was to invite people around. So I invited family around. I invited friends around. I invited friends of the family around and hosted. I did a beef brisket meal on more than one occasion. Um, and I've had a summer barbecue. I've had Christmas parties. I've done all this to push myself, to, to, to be able to um, endure, if you like, because it is an endure for me, I'll be honest, to endure the social interaction, because sometimes your battery, your, your battery can deplete. And, and normally for me, it's because I get really overwhelmed. Like if you've ever seen me invite some people around to a party and have a party and I host a party, which I fucking love hosting parties. I really do. I like making everybody feel special. I like do cooking good food and I like just having a real good time. Um, it's something that I, I do enjoy doing, but it's normally on a very, very, it's normally my mate Kieran. <laughs> it's just normally me and him. Um, and, you know, we've ex I've, ex I've extended that field out. Because I want to get over that whole worry, you know, it, am I going to do something wrong? Is is are, are people going to be critical of my food? Are people going to be critical of my fucking house? You know, all these things run through my head, which is I can't control. But I do, even to the, even to the point where, like, my best mate here, I've known him 30-odd years, you know him by now. If you don't, you haven't been listening to the fucking previous ones and you've started here. Fucking bad boy. Um, so, <laughs> but for me, it's even 30 years plus. I still want the place pristine when he comes round, and I don't know why. I don't even. It's not even like he would. If he he would never even dream of coming in and judging. Um, but I do. I just oh fucking hell, you know. I want it to look nice, pristine, smell nice, feel nice, clean, fresh. Uh, you know, and, and that's just a that's the thing I go through. But again, it, it's all to do with the mental health, and this is the acknowledgement of and understanding that mental health is complex. It works in so many different ways. And there'll be anyone out there that's listening to it saying, I've got OCD. I know my brother, right? I, and I love my brother to bits. Um, but he's he has OCD. He really does. And you can see it rules his life. Like to the point where he'll have, he used to have fajitas on Friday, fajita Friday. And um, he bought an active steamer because the, the smell of fajitas is quite strong, gets that Mexican flow, I like it, um, but he, he just worries. So he goes around, you know, steams everything, steams all the leather and, you know, just really, really goes over the top, you know, and, and to us, would be over the top, to him, no. But the, at the same time, he does such a good job of it, he gets the job satisfaction. So it's like a win-win for him, but from an outside, you could look in and go, what are you doing, mate? You fucking batshit crazy. And and no, he's not. It's just that's his, his that's his OCD. You know, he he suffers with dyslexia. So I hope he doesn't mind me saying that. But you know, he but he overpowers that, and he's he's a project manager for a, you know big corporate company, 
and to get where he's got to to what he's doing with dyslexia and that didn't get picked up till you know well into his military career it was actually got picked up when he was started doing report writing and they were like you've got dyslexia mate <laughs> so he'd done all of his school life and everything that goes to show how advanced we are from mental health is you look at just me and my brother for just two examples that went to school in the in in the 80s and 90s uh, left in 1997 when I left. He left in 1999. Um, good year. Um, good vintage year, 1999. Um, for Prince, it was, anyway. Um, so he left then. So, But if you look at both of us going through the same schools as well, exactly the same schools, um, none of us... His dyslexia didn't get picked up. My ADHD didn't get picked up. His um, OCD didn't get picked up, which he's had most of his life you know he, he probably got worse as he um was in his military career because everyone in, that's in the military has almost got ocd developed at some point because you're it's basically beaten into you to have everything perfect so you do if anyone's got an element of ocd which you know we have anyway because uh, you know it's, it is what it is but it gets accentuated and some people can control it some people can't and and i think he does a damn good job of controlling it um but they that wasn't picked up none of my none of the mental health il- it, p- things were picked up in the 80s and 90s so people say now like and i hear it a lot like oh adhd is just an excuse or everybody's got fucking autism and and oh god every people just want to jump on the autism bandwagon uh, you know that's a new one isn't it an adhd oh you're undiagnosed are you oh fucking hell and then when you look at them and go yeah but that's because of a two-year waiting list mate that's <laughs> not you know look at what i've done you know look at me who i am and and the reason we all know about this is n- number one everything that's being done is working isn't it number one we're all aware so we know we can spot people now we're like that guy you know and we um, and i think because we can i can certainly spot it because i see the traits in me i've learned i've spent the whole um the last two years learning about myself because i don't think you really discover yourself you just go through life having fun and then all of a sudden you get this like this sort of um, fruition, you know, it's sort of you, you get this kind of epiphany. You, know, you just go, "Fucking, hell, I need to learn about myself. I need to understand myself." And you do. You and I, and I, I genuinely believe, you know, thirty-eight, you just start fucking going. Oh, I can't do this anymore. I've done so much, of, and that's why there's such a high suicide rate in those areas between. Um, is it 25 and 45 or something like that? Now, um, it, I know it's gone up recently in the upper echelons of it, um, but you know, it's. The reason that's so high is because of everything. It's because of all of these problems. It's because we're made aware. It's because we're understanding more. It's also to do with the fact that we're a lot more pressures put on us nowadays as human beings. We do a lot more now. As you, the people say, like you know, why is this an epidemic? Why is mental health an epidemic? Well, because we're doing more than we've ever done before as humans. How many people go into work and and you know you're you're two or three staff down? And then they go, oh, we need you to cover that role. And I did it for two years. I covered three roles. So the, the company had put aside. Um, so I did my role and two others. Those roles were um, probably in excess of about £80,000 in savings over the two years. So that's money that they've saved. And I've done thri- triple work. And you just you don't even get a pat. You, you get maybe a, a pat on the back at the end. You know, you're like, oh, OK. Or they just ask you to do it more. And you're like, well, hold on a minute, actually. It isn't my problem that you can't recruit. <laughs> it's not my issue, mate. You know, and there's that you, you've starting to see. It's like almost like you see this 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 turn. 
And everyone is moaning that the generation, and I've done it as well, they're moaning that the generation don't want to do anything. Well, no, they do, but they want to do what they're being paid for and they want to do what they're being asked to do on, you know, for the employment. But when you get into employment, how many people are pushed and stretched? I know I was. I was, I, I've reflected quite heavily on this year because I, it, it, midpoint, I fucking bad, had a big breakdown. And the reason I had a big breakdown is because I was being pushed outside of my paid boundaries. And I was being asked to do more, probably quadruple what I was being paid to do. And that's not over-exaggerating it. And that's where my stress comes from. And that was my stress at the mid-year point, and the reason I almost had a breakdown, was because of the amount of pressure the organisation was putting on me. And you've all probably endured that. You've endured the pressures of, you need to be able to succeed, but you, you, you're like, I don't want to say no, because if I say no, maybe I'll be out of a, out of a job. If I say no, they're not going to think I'm a team player. Because and they won't promote me, so I'm not looking at that next advancement, which is you know the golden advancement. So you go through all of this, and if you conform to what they say, they'll 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 always dangle a little carrot, just enough to fucking pinch you in and keep you there. And then it's all you just need to be strong and go. Do you know what? No. And if you've got to go somewhere else to get what you desire, do it. Don't conform to the path. Do the path that is right for you. And this is really why I want to close down this 2023 in the right way. I want you to all acknowledge your successes. I want you all to close down 2023 tonight properly or even over the next couple of days. It doesn't have to be today because it is New Year's Eve. We need to do this over the next couple of days just before we get ourselves geared up for the new year. We get ourselves back into work or whatever we're going to do. I hope we've used this time and we're going to continue to use this time to reflect look at lessons learned over the last year look at the positives look at the negatives I've, i i know for a fact i've gone through fucking hell and back and i'm not just saying it my interpretation is this is hell and back there's some of the things that i would never thought i never thought my i would go through what i've gone through with my daughter i never thought i'd be that person but i'm on the other side with my very 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 amazing family and we are super supportive of each other. And I've seen my daughter grow and elevate and she's, you know, coming on leaps and bounds because of the because of the structures that we put in as a family. And we've become a, a solid family unit. And that's a really important win for me this year for everybody to be unanimous in saying they've had good Christmases. That's invaluable because that means I'm working hard on myself and that's coming to fruition. I'm, it means I'm nurturing the right people around me. It means I'm doing the right things to be successful. Defe defini the definition of successful is whatever. But I'm trying to close my, my, my year down in a positive way. And I want you to do the same. I want you to say thank you. I want you to look at your failures. See where you've failed. And, and then look at it and go, okay, I failed there because of that. Or that failed because of that. Because I've failed many times this year. I know for a fact I've sent emails I shouldn't have fucking sent. And I don't mean like derogative ones, but ones where I fucking had a breakdown. I was like, this is fucking horrendous. I know I've done that because I'm lost. I'm a human being. I don't know what the answer is. I just want to, I just, my problem is I get frustrated. So I know I've made mistakes, but I'm a human. And we're, if we're not allowed to make mistakes, what's the fucking point? We all make mistakes, providing we don't fucking shoot or kill someone, stab someone or do anything fucking stupid. As long as that mistake is rectifiable or 
we can learn from it and i'm learning constantly learning about myself don't do that james that's fucking wrong or you know and just pulling into people into a support network and stop trying to silo myself and just get myself fixated on the end goal I want to be able to settle in. So these are all things I'm learning going into next year, knowing I need to speak to people more, get out there more. These are all things I want to win with. My fitness has already started and I'm fucking loving it. Um, admittedly, I'm on a gym tonight, but I did three workouts today. Um, so for me, that's really, really good. I'm actually aching all over my shoulders, arms, the lot, which is which is a good feeling. I'm going into New Year's, uh, New Year's Day with a bit of DOMS, a bit of delayed onset muscle syndrome. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I'm really excited because I know I've got that feeling. And that's exciting me. I know that tomorrow morning I'm going to wake up, do the same. I'm going to get up, I'm going to do a fitness regime, plenty of water, nice and healthy, good healthy breakfast, a bit of bacon, a bit of eggs, and a bit of sesame seeds on top of some rye bread. That's it. I've already set. I'm setting. That's me telling you what I'm doing. I'm set to go. And I want to start. I want you to, the, the, I want you to close down 2023. I want you to close it down successfully. Look at your achievements over this year. I know I've got plenty of friends that have had some really good achievements. But look at your achievements, look at your wins, look at your failures, learn from your failures and celebrate your wins. That's the key part. When you do those two, when you follow that process of learning from your failures and seeing what you can change to make it a success, but most importantly, celebrating your wins and acknowledging those wins and realizing what you have achieved is greatness. If your achievement is, is I got a job or your achievement is I got a relationship or your achievement is, I don't know, I got a car. Whatever your achievement is, it could be anything. Completed a qualification, I don't know, got married, whatever, it may have a child. could be anything. It doesn't matter what it is as long as it makes you happy. And if you achieve that, and that's where I break in nicely, where I take a sip of my ding-dang chin-chan. Oh, a little bit of ice in that as well. I do like crunching ice. Are you an ice cruncher or not? It's quite annoying, I know, but um, I do. And it's ironic because um, in a house of um, uh, of um, four women and three male dogs, um, there's only one person, a human being, one woman out of that whole lot, and myself obviously includes one male, um, that doesn't like eating ice. All of my kids eat ice. <laughs> my dogs eat ice. I give them a, every time I put ice in my drink, the kids have it and they chew on it and they'll just take an ice block and just start chewing on it. And my, my missus goes fucking mental. She's like, "What the fuck? Why are you? Why have you instilled this into everybody?" It's like a, the most annoying, sloppy, chammy noise you can imagine. So like, why have you instilled that into everyone? I was like, "I don't know. I like it." If they want to copy me, it's almost like it's all. I, I do this thing as well, where I get I get um like poppadoms or um, prawn crackers or a bit of bread, and I'll literally fucking stuff anything into it or on top of the cracker or whatever, and I'll just have a like a a sandwich, and, and uh, I, I see my daughters and they all go, they all get a loaf of, like a bit of bread or a little bit of poppadom, and they'll put shitloads of curry on it and just start chewing the curry. It's a similar thing, but to crumbling the um. To crumble in the uh, fucking hell, I've lost what, na not the naan bread, the poppadom on top of it because they just do, do it for texture. But they copy me to a T, and they're all old enough to know not to copy me. <laughs> I'm dangerous. That's right. Excuse me. I've got to wet the whistle tonight because um, I've been talking loads. I've been sending loads of videos to say thank you to people. Excuse me, that mean a lot to me. So I've sent some videos 
to the the key the key players in my life the key players have all got a, a little video message just to say thank you uh, from me thank you for being amazing part of my life i think i said say thank you to those people i've made sure i did it personal video cinematic video on my my phone actually it was nice a good video i felt impressed with it good quality vid it records um especially on the selfie cam so uh, um yeah i've got to wet the whistle but this is where so anyway we break in before we digress on about wet and wet and whistles we're not doing that tonight um we're gonna go into uh 2024 the right way okay i want you to go into 2024 the right way so i want you to set up your objectives i want you don't care if you tell me i know i wanted to be part of your journey last year that was just me being selfish and trying to jump on board um but get yourself an objective make it achievable make it obtainable okay make it relatable so something you can that's gonna that something's gonna benefit you something that's gonna um, motivate you and something that's achievable so you can celebrate it that may be something as simple as I'm going to go for, I don't know, 30-minute walk every day, guaranteed. Okay, or five days a week, and I'm going to have two off. But every day, five week, uh, for every day, five days a week, for a month, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to walk, get outside amongst nature. That's achievable. It's, it's relatable. It's going to give you a bit of fitness. It's going to get you outside. It's going to get you amongst nature. Um, it, it's just going to get your mindset better. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna to have so much positivity. It's unbelievable. Just that one thing. It could be that. It could be I want to lose a stone in weight. I know that I've got a challenge on at the moment with my mum to, to motivate her. I'm jumping on the bandwagon. We're doing dry January together. Um, I said I'd go along with her. Um, and she'd go along with me, support each other. And um, along the side of that, I said we're going to do a bit of fitness. So we set a goal to lose. Um, I'm losing 10 pounds. And she's losing eight pounds. And I don't mean money. <laughs> I mean body fat. So we're going to we're gonna make sure we get to the end. And as a celebratory, because um, we are going to do it, because I'm going to make sure I'm going to do it, and she's going to make sure she's going to do it. As a celebratory at the end of the month, I'm going to book us in for a meal and said, you know, we'll say thank you. Probably put on the eight pounds and ten pounds that fucking we've just lost in a meal. But doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Because we've had we, we've done it. We've achieved it. We get success. And hopefully, like, like I spoke to my mum today, she said, once you get there... You know, it's it's a positive. But you don't want to go back the other way because you've broken the back of it. You know, you've broken the back. That's the main bit. You've got past the hard bit. Then it just says, actually, I don't. I, I I enjoy how I feel, and I know that because I did it a little while ago. I had a, a month off. Bear in mind, um, you know, I had seven years of not a six, six, seven, no, five years, five years of not drinking. Um, at all so you know I, I i know what it's like to just completely come off and and the the feeling is amazing you do i never even bothered with it. i used to go to parties and go no I'm, I'm not i'm not really bothered so you do get to a point where you remove i know it's a drug at the end of the day and you there is a dependency on it if you enjoy it and relax and it does help you sleep and it does everything on the tin that it says it's going to do um yeah it does slowly kill your fucking liver um and and really does ruin your your rem sleep so it fucks up your mental health so there is a lot of negatives to it as well um so you know and that's what we've got to be cautious of and that's why we do this we get in together and we work together as a team and that's what we're going to do so we set ourselves a little objectives and i want you to do that uh, I want you to set an objective. I want you to get, give yourself a relatable goal, but give yourself something. What I did last year is I gave myself a big goal, which was I wanted to get promoted. That was my big goal. Um, and ultimately, it came right down to the fucking wire. It was like December the fucking, December the 3rd. I got off the job. So it came right down to the wire. But hell-bent and went for it. Hell-bent and went for it. Got it. And, uh, and 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 I and I feel really proud because I worked fucking hard to do it. So that's a good achievement. 
And then I set a couple of little wins along the road, you know, and those little wins all came to fruition. Like, you know, I'm going to do this this month. I'm going to start this. And I've got a couple of little things churning around in my head. And again, I'll share them with you if you ever want to know. Um, if you don't, don't. But um, for me, it's a personal goals. And these personal goals are what we need because we need us. We need to give ourselves something to look forward to. We need to give ourselves an objective. We need to give. And, and that is life. If you don't have a reason to function an actual purpose in life, whatever it may be, whether it's raising a child or holding on to a relationship, looking after your parents, whatever it may be. It, if you haven't got a purpose, you will feel lost continuously. And that's why we need that purpose. We need something to look forward to. We need that objective. So I want you to do that. I want you to give yourself a relatable goal. I want you to, whatever it may be, you may already be one of these ones that's, you know, I don't know, fucking fitness savvy. Already fitness savvy. I'm like, I'm fitness savvy, but I'm still fucking crazy. Still got mental health problems. Okay, well, what's the next step then? What do we need to do? If it's move away from, I've said this so many times, if you need to move away from your job, let's move away from the job. If you need to look at your relationship, let's get the strength and, the, and, and open up to the right people to help us to move forward and look for those right people. It's all, it all works. It all works. I'm telling you now, if you do these little bits, it will work. Uh, you know, and that's the key part, the key function here. So I want us to start 2024 the right way. Um, and that's I'm gonna anyway. I'm not gonna drone on tonight because it is New Year's Eve, and I, and I do need to get back to the family and myself. But um, I wanted to just touch base with you before um, before 2024, and really just say thank you. Um, it's a massive thank you for me for everybody that's listened. I think I'm on like 4.4k like thousand downloads um, and listens, uh, which is really, really commendable. I've had loads of people listen around the world, which is really, really good. I hope I'm helping you. I really do. Uh, and I hope it's educational and I hope it's entertaining as well. Listening to the batshit fucking crazy life of um, some little Englishman um, in the middle of uh, in the middle of a, a countryside in in England. I think it's, uh, it's funny. I'm just sat here with a microphone, sat in the clock and balls, um, having a good time. Uh, it helps me massively to be able to talk it helps me to try and process things i know it's probably a, a quite a public way of doing it but i suppose it's just trying to um let people know that you can talk you know it doesn't don't feel ashamed of uh, of the the things that we do in life none of us are experts not one person is an expert at this like going through life i was even having a conversation the other day saying like nobody told me how hard having kids were not one point in anywhere in my life did someone say to me you know, as I was growing up, you know, James, you know, James, fucking kids are really hard work, mate. And I, and then that's you probably could turn around and say, well, did you not see that, mate, through your actions? Well, no, you don't see your own actions. You don't even see your siblings' actions. And everybody around you is your levels, and we're all fucking assholes because that's what kids do. But nobody tells you. Nobody says to you when you get into like certain point, they they you know like oh you got to get a job, you got to get married, you got to get uh you know career etc. I, I was always told you know get 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 a career, get yourself secured in a career, then find yourself somebody, then get married, and then have children. That's the way I was told. It's like a traditional way, isn't it? it? I mean that's gone out the window nowadays, and and thankfully I think that's the right thing to do because that's a really structured way in life, and I followed that, I conformed to that, um, because I that's the way I was raised and. That's what everybody did in the in the fucking fifties, etc. We all did the same long term relation. And nowadays, everyone's like, "Well, actually, we've had we 
we've got not a very long time on this fucking world and uh, you know you've got to try and get out there get the experiences and everything else and, and as much fun as you can and spend it with the right people doing the right things i think the problem is like i said ca casting my mind back to earlier on you know social media gives us this opinion that we all need to get that we all need to be on a mediterranean fucking island with you know a, a 1.5 million pound um you know fucking uh, a 1.5 million pound yacht or something you know we all think we need that because we see someone like conor, McG conor mcgregor on it like conor mcgregor done it he's a fucking little irishman yeah okay one in a million you know that the one in a million i mean there is more millionaires now we are you know people are making a lot more money i get that but um, anyway, I'm, I'm not going to go. I'm not going to digress down there. I don't want to. That's a rabbit hole of fucking fun for me. But I just want to say massive thank you. I really do. Um, I hope I am helping people. I know I'm helping myself. Like I said, uh, I know it's a public way of doing it. But it's it, this is a reality of life. Is you know I don't think I'm unique in any way, say, shape, or form. I don't think I'm special in any way, shape, or form. I just think that I'm trying to bumble my way through life. I'm trying to make things work. I'm trying to be as honest and as credible as I can. Um, and I'm trying to be as open as I can. And and, and and I'm also, the main part of my my function that I enjoy is I, help, I like helping people along the way. I like people to understand their potential. And I see a lot of potential in people and go, you're not at your full potential. Um, and I think that, that I like doing that because I never had that. I've never been pushed. I've always, always, always driven myself. Um, and if someone pushes me, I will push myself further because I'm like, well, if that's your limit, then I'm going to beat your limit and expectations. And that's sometimes why a lot of people just stay away from competitiveness with with me. They're like, so don't compete with James, because if you say to James 13 press ups and I'll say that because I couldn't do 10 if I tried now. Um, say do 13 i will always do 15 because i will always go well maybe and and that's why i always go after people because i'm like okay you've done that and and it, and it ends up in a lot of pain <laughs> for, for your body um but i'm very competitive but um i try to do the right things and i hope that i'm trying to just entertain people in that sense of just going you know we're all bumbling our way through life so let's try and make it as um as fun uh, as um trying to think of some words you know but just make it as uh, as, as delightful that's a good word for it make it as delightful as we can um because that's the important thing you know if you it, it takes more muscles to frown than it does to smile and that's and that's an old saying but you know it's it's so pertinent because we all choose to frown we all choose to go yeah fuck you or we choose to look at people with a successful attitude and find a way of screwing them over uh, and I just don't get that. I'm I'm never been one for that. I've never been one for watching somebody like not succeed. I just think, well, okay, well, fair play, mate. You're fucking going further, and I'm going to keep pushing you. And if I can hold on, brilliant. As soon as I let go, if I can't make it back up, just have fun. Remember me, you know. And and it's I think that there's so much we need to change. We care about some things, but there's a lot we don't care about. And in, in in terms of like mental health, a lot of people just think it's an, you know, it's like fictitious. You know, there's a lot of people out there that think that it isn't real. And they think, oh, depression, no, you're just a bit fucking sad, mate. We used to just man up. And that's why you're in a fucking state right now, mate. And you see a lot of old men. And, you you know, you, you, you look at them and you go, you're a fucking nightmare, mate. You know, you're an absolute... Fu and you see them when they get older, they're just really cantankerous twats. And nobody ever asked when they used to see that, oh, yeah, watch out for granddad, he's a cantankerous prick. Did anyone ask him why he was cantankerous? Probably because he struggled to try and make ends meet for most of his life. 
just chose to drink down the social because that's what everyone did. Drink, drink, drink. Drink your fucking troubles away. Go home. You know, fucking argue in the household. Go to work. Tell everyone, that, you know, and you hate life. And this is why we get, get cantankerous old fuckers because you, you've got to an, a, a late stage in life and you see everybody down, you're having fun and you're like, fuck off, you grumpy bastards. I never had that. No, because life changes. Life moves on. Life evolves. We're all different, but also mainly because of the fact that we, men didn't talk. I had a, in fact, I'm going to close down on something that was really, really, um, it just sprung in my mind there and I forgot to share it. Um, and I want to share it because it's not, it's not, in, anyway, I'll share it. So yesterday I had, and this is um, the reality of life. And it was a bit, um, I didn't know how to take it. I didn't take it emotionally because um, I looked at it through, um, I looked at it through an outsider's eyes thinking, fucking hell, if that person had just spoken out i guarantee 110 percent this wouldn't have happened now this is old boy he was um he was in his 60s um and this is a true story i got told it yesterday and it's all in the papers if you want to research it um and there's basically uh it's a friend of the family so i had my father-in-law over yesterday uh, he was just saying merry christmas and uh we were talking about the, the, this time of year and all this sort of stuff and he went oh did you hear about this and he mentioned the guy's name i won't mention him um he mentioned it to to my wife. My wife said, oh yeah, yeah, because um, basically a couple of weeks ago, this lad, this sixty five year old lad, this man, sixty five year old man, um, decided to take his own life. Um, but the the soul destroying bit is, um, they'd all. It was in the morning. Um, their twenty three year old son was upstairs playing his computer. His dad was just had a shower. I came out the shower. This was in the morning. Came out the shower. Uh, went downstairs uh, and decided to hang himself at the back door. So, but he hung himself so that he was hanging over the the top window in his bedroom, and he was basically in front of the patio doors. So it was almost like a picture frame of it. Now, some people won't know why he did that. Some people won't know why he chose to do it there. Um, the other soul-destroying bit is his 23-year-old son um, was the one that found him. He came down because he heard the banging on the um, on the window, which was him obviously flailing around. Um, and his son panicked and didn't know what to do. So ran out the front door over to the road to go to see a friend um, who was um, basically the, um, the, the husband, the bloke's brother's wife. So... Um, sister and uh yeah sister-in-law and um they knew each other they all lived in the same place it's a little tiny village up the road from me um, and they've all known each other years they're all big all fam it's like big um like not gypsies because they're not gypsies but you know it's that type of they are the if you know what i mean but they're not gypsies as in like you know travelers but they are of that ilk if you like uh, and basically um she ran across and he'd already died then and um had to cut him down so she's got the trauma of seeing it. Um, the son's got the trauma of seeing it. And part of me is like, if the son had just ran out and potentially got a knife, and this is all what ifs, ran out, got a knife and cut him down. But because this lad was so fucking young, he just panicked. He didn't know what to do. Would he have had the strength? Probably not. Um, to lift him off of, uh, off of the thing. There's so much that goes through your head when you hear about that. And even when I was sat there, they... they 
it was um, actually my um, father-in-law turned around and goes, I, I just feel he's really selfish that he did that. You know, why did he do it there? Why did he choose to do it there? And I turned around and I said, Roy, have you ever been there? And he's like, what do you mean? I said, have you ever been to the darkest point in your life? The darkest event? Have you ever thought about taking your life? Have you ever tried to take your life? You don't think about anything around you. I've been there. I've got out of bed, walked out of a family home and gone and tried it because I just wanted out. I don't, you don't see that. You genuinely do not see anything around you. It is just, it's unexplainable unless you've been to the depths of that place where everything is black, horrible and evil. If, unless you've been there, you won't know. And, and you can't and I'm, I'm not even every that's a dark horrible place you don't think anybody likes you you think nobody's your friend now the kicker of this is not only did the bloke um have basically he's he, i mean everybody spoke highly of him you know they all said he was an absolute legend they said he was hilarious he always what he was always you know he was just a barrel of laughs, as they always are. And I said, well, that's probably the mask he's been wearing for years. But it transpires that in actual fact, um, he basically told um, somebody the day before that he was sick of having to pay for the holidays. Basically, his wife um, and stuff like that. And there was holiday. I don't think it was to do with his wife, but he just said the financial, basically the financial, it wasn't to do with his wife directly, but the financial burden of trying to be uh, approachable as successful the financial burden just took over him and he you know he was high up in the, in a building company very well thought of very well thought of family you know very he was successful in the in the construction trade and and that's the reality of what happened is a 65 year old man so again we're talking well out of the 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 criteria if you want to look at the stats of 25 to 45 he's well out and he's getting that financial burden. The guy's almost on retirement. And he knows he can't retire. He probably just thought, I can't retire. I can't fucking continue this up anymore. I've, I'm up to my neck in debt because I've been having to go on holidays and do this and this and this. Because they were doing renovations. He want, didn't want any of this. He wanted a simple life. And the financial burden just kicked him in the fucking dick. To the point where he just literally had a shower, walked downstairs and said, I'm fucking done. I'm done, I'm done with life. What do you say to that? Now, I'm sorry to leave on a somber thing, but it was just the reality of life. And it's just the reality of it can happen to anyone, anywhere, anytime. And I've said this before in early podcasts. Mental health doesn't pick who you are. It doesn't choose the person and go, you're the weakest, I'm going to go with you. You're the strongest, I'm going to endure with you. It just, it doesn't. It, it, come from, it can come from anywhere. You can go through life with no mental health problems at all. Or the standard life, I think we all go through an element of mental health problems. I, I, I truly do. I think we all get an element of sadness. I think we all get an element of, you know, stress and probably a little bit of depression at some point in your life because nothing always goes right. But I think a lot of us are able to work through that. I think a lot of us, you know, get get the ability to you know either have the personality to put it to bed and, and not and not have to worry about it or they work through their problems and and it takes a long time but at the same time they manage to get through it then there is the the the, the big spectrum of people that it's hitting harder than ever life at the moment is hitting harder than ever 
And it doesn't help when you look at social media and see these millions of pounds everywhere and you go, I'm looking at my bank account, mate. And I'm and, and that's another thing problem with, with social media, I think. Um, and not even think, I know, is you see Instagram, you see TikTok, you see Facebook, you see all of these Snapchat, you see everything. All of these fucking, these, um, these apps are designed, even to the point where Meta at the moment are being sued for fucking big dollars, I mean big dollars, by the American justice system for making their app um, purposely addictable, or is that a word? Making it so that it's very easily addictive to young children and young adults and and adults, young adults. So basically, everyone from like forty down is 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 all been subjected to because that's when it came out, and they've made it addictive for that reason. And they're being sued because that's what it is. It's become addictive, and it started driving our lives. It started making us go, "I want to go to the Maldives. I I should be in Dubai doing this. I should be in Jamaica doing this." I should be doing this, that, that, and that. And you're like, no, you shouldn't be. Because we see so much, we think we should have it. And we don't need it. In actual fact, we've got a lot around us. Yeah, by all means, travel. I love to travel. I'm going to continue to travel. But don't look at the traveling and I need to go across and get a being a 1.5 million pound yacht. You know, I need to be doing You don't need to be doing that. It's going across and having quality time, quality memories with quality people. That is what it's about. And I and I and I leave there actually because I think that's a little good good little t- diddy titty to uh, diddy titty to uh, to end on. Um, again, massive thank you for everybody that's listened to me. I hope you continue to listen to me. Please don't forget. Um, I would really like. To, I've always asked, I keep I'll keep asking. Just I appreciate anyone that likes, shares, comments, jump on Facebook, leave a review of my uh, podcast on the Facebook. Anything that just drives it forward. So let's make a bit of a drive. See if we can change um, some other lives um, throughout 2024. Maybe boost some people up. Hopefully give people some confidence. I think that's what I'm going to try and do. Push the confidence on everybody. You can do it, you will do it, and you're going to be successful, I promise you. Um, and, and you know, we'll do it together. So thanks very much for listening to me. Have a great new year. Have an amazing, amazing new year. And I hope you have an amazing start to 2024. Take care, everybody, and I'll speak to you soon. Love you, bye.